Now we get to the second type of abuse, which is emotional abuse. What does tuqabbih mean? Tuqabbih literally means to make her feel ugly. To make her feel negative about herself. So the first part says, don't hit her on the face. And the second part says, don't demean her in a nasty manner. And this is the textbook definition of emotional abuse. This is the textbook definition of emotional abuse. That to make the person feel humiliated, degraded, to make them lose their self-worth, the yelling, the screaming that is done, the, the cursing and vulgarities. And so many men will not hit their wives, but their attitude is tuqabbih. Their attitude is making the woman feel like she's worth nothing. And this is the textbook definition of emotional abuse. And our sharia as well forbids this. We are not allowed to treat a human being in this manner, much less our life partner, much less the mother of our children. And subhanAllah, what is really sad, brothers and sisters, is that all too often, these people who abuse their wives, they are the essence of hypocrites who have two faces. Many times when it comes to the masjid and the community, MashaAllah, they are sweet as honey. MashaAllah, they are the most generous and the most kind. But their friends and their extended family and their immediate family knows all too well what happens behind closed doors. The people that should love him the most and respect him the most, fear him the most and despise him the most. And that is why when you have such blatant hypocrisy, that is why our Prophet ﷺ said, the best man amongst you is the one who is the best to his women and children. Because this is the essence of sincerity. If your wife can respect you, then wallahi you are worthy of being respected. If your wife who knows your inner secrets, and she knows exactly how you are, if she can vouch that this is an honest man, and our Prophet had nine wives, and every one of them admired and respected him to the utmost. That is what you call a true gentleman. That is what you call a model of akhlaq of our Prophet But when your wife and your children know you to be a fraud, then you are a fraud. Even if society puts you on a pedestal that is false. Now, brothers and sisters, Time is limited, there's only so much we can do. Uh, obviously, brothers and sisters, the khutbah is primarily meant for the husbands that abuse their wives because this is the common and the default and the norm in all societies and cultures, Muslim and non-Muslim. And of course, before we finish the first khutbah, we do have to point out that yes, the opposite is also haram, even if it is a rarer phenomenon, but it indeed does take place. And unfortunately, the reality as well is that some men they are gentlemen enough not to be physical or abusive, but then women take advantage of this. Women at times become abusive. Sometimes, believe it or not, physical. And yes, even in this country there are statistics, I don't have them in front of me, but there are cases of wives physically abusing husbands, and the husband has been raised in a good manner, so they do not raise their hand back. So they do not hit the woman, and instead they get suffered and they have physical. But then of course, emotional as well, and it is 
Also, the, the, the opposite applies where sometimes women become emotionally abusive, when sometimes women become demeaning to the man and degrading of the man. And this is also something that the Sharia forbids. Now, the point of the khutbah is both abuse, but the reality is, generally speaking, it is the man who is abusing the woman. So that's why the main uh, conversation took place there. Nonetheless, before we finish the first khutbah, we have to point out that, of course, the opposite is also haram, the opposite also something that, that, that the uh, Sharia does not allow and I conclude this first khutbah by reminding ourselves that on the farewell khutbah of the Prophet ﷺ, when he only had five paragraphs to address the entire ummah, the most important khutbah of his life addressed to the largest gathering of a hundred thousand people on the plane that is the holiest plane and on the day that is the holiest day and he barely has five paragraphs he dedicates an entire paragraph to women and he addresses men because once again typically it is the men who abuse the women and he tells the men fear Allah when it comes to women fear Allah when it comes to women Oh man, you will have to stand in front of Allah on Judgment Day. You think you have power over women? Allah has infinitely more power over you. And you will have to stand in front of Allah. And Allah will ask you how you dealt with your wife. How you dealt with your children. And our Prophet reminded us, Fear Allah when it comes to women. Because you took them by the permission of Allah. And you made them halal by the permission of Allah. In other words, it is a sacred contract. It is a covenant. The nikah is a covenant. It is a nikah in the name of Allah. And so Allah's name has been mentioned. And Allah Azza wa Jal will ask you about that. And my advice to those who are committing the abuse. My advice to those who are the opposite side. Remember what Allah Azza wa Jal says in the Quran. وَلَا تُمْسِكُهُنَّ ضِرَارًا لِتَعْتَدُوا وَمَنْ يَفْعَلْ ذَلِكَ فَقَدَ ظَلَمَ نَفْسَهُ Do not hold on to your wives only to cause them more harm. Because there are so many men, they get angry at their wives and they want to make their lives, the wives' lives, a living hell. And Allah says in the Quran, if this is your niyyah, وَمَنْ يَفْعَلْ ذَٰلِكَ فَقَدْ ظَلَمَ نَفْسَهُ Whoever does this, you aren't doing zulm to your wife. You're doing zulm to yourself. If the marriage is so bad, and if it is so negative, then part way so that there's a breath of fresh air for both of you. You don't have to remain married and inflict wounds and hardships on one another. The question arises, what should be done in light of this unhealthy and unholy phenomenon of spousal abuse? First, advice to the victim. First and foremost, do not blame yourself. One of the most common symptoms of spousal abuse is you start blaming yourself. Maybe I deserve this. No. No, by Allah, no one deserves to be beaten. No one deserves to be whipped and, 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 and hit in this manner. No one. Stop blaming yourself. No matter what faults a person might have, it does not justify this type of torture and this type of abuse. And this is one of the symptoms of those who are abused and re recognize this, that we need to overcome that symptom. Number three, if it is safe and you only know if it is safe or not, then confront your spouse directly. Explain to them that this is not something that you will tolerate. Remind them of Allah Azza wa Jal and the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam if it is safe to do so. And 
Many times, if it's something that is not that uh, major, something trivial, and they have some iman and taqwa, inshaAllah ta'ala, that will be a good uh, stopping for them. And remind them of some of these ayat and hadith that uh, I have mentioned. If it goes beyond this, or if the situation is not safe, then you need to reach out to people whom you trust. Extended family, extended friends. You need to reach out for help. If you cannot do this alone, then turn to those whom you trust. And if the situation crosses the red line, if you are genuinely fearful of your life, of your physical safety, or the safety of your children, then wallahi, I tell you as a religious scholar, it is wajib to call some type of help. Your life is more important than any supposed honor or supposed shame that you think you will bring to your family. Nothing is more sacred than your life when it comes to these type of scenarios. If you feel your life is in danger, if you feel your children's life is in danger, then you need to seek help. Even if it means the whole community knows and you're calling law enforcement to your house. And in this country and land, as you know, the law will be on your side in this issue. And understand as well, understand as well that if you have such a person in your life and it is constant abuse and there is no change, whether it's emotional, whether it is physical, constant abuse, then think about ending this marriage. Think about divorce. We have a stigma with divorce that is un-Islamic. Islam does not place the stigma on divorce that we do. Divorce is not the end of the world. If you're in a marriage in which your partner is always demeaning, always putting you down, then think about divorce after counseling, after istikhara, obviously you don't have time in the khutbah it's not an immediate step but think about it and put it on the table as an option to be out of an abusive relationship and be free is better than to remain your life always being put down and demeaned much less physically abused and remember what Allah says in the Quran regarding divorce if the two of them split up Allah will take care of the both of them and supply them with what they need. Do not ever think that if I get divorced, who will take care of me? Your husband did not take care of you, Allah did. Your husband did not give you rizq, ar-razzaq did. So if your husband is that abusive and that demeaning and you feel that there's no hope and you have prayed istikhara, you've spoken to family and friends and you realize that this marriage is not good for you, then perhaps contemplate and think about walking away so that you can preserve your dignity because that is more important than being married to somebody who is constantly belittling and uh, humiliating you. Brothers and sisters, Marriage is supposed to be a blessing. Marriage is supposed to be a sign from Allah, an ayah from Allah, the love and the mercy that couples have. And this is the general rule and norm. Sometimes that doesn't work out. If that doesn't work out, part on good terms. Do not stay together to inflict dhulm and harm and suffering and emotional and physical abuse. Whoever does so, as Allah says, has only done dhulm to himself or herself. May Allah Azza wa Jal save us from any such type of dhulm. Are you tired of all these annoying ads on YouTube? Are you worried that a haram video might pop up? Well, the One Islam TV app is here to solve these problems, inshallah. The One Islam TV app is 100% free of any ads and is safe to browse for your peace of mind. Watch or listen to lectures and lessons while you work, rest or drive with your device switched off. Watch videos on demand or download videos and watch offline. 
Watch hundreds of high-quality produced Islamic reminders, Quran learning videos, stories of the prophets, and so much more. Two to four new videos uploaded daily, inshallah. One Islam TV is 100% run and owned by Muslims, which means a small amount you pay for your subscription is a sadaqah jariya, continuous charity for you as we use the funds raised to continue producing more beneficial videos and reminders, inshallah. The One Islam TV app is now available on Apple devices, Apple TV, Android devices, Android TV, Amazon Fire TV, and Roku so you can watch on most devices and smart TVs. Download now for a free 7-day trial. May Allah reward you for supporting our work.